The move of the Spirit must not be lost to this generation. We have a mandate to teach and admonish the body of Christ in the ways of the Spirit and to stir them up to take the power of the Holy Ghost into their world. God is ready to do a new thing. Are you ready? Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. He said, Jesus said, Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. So keeping it, keeping it is our responsibility. Walking in the light of it is our responsibility. Holding on to it, it's our responsibility. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, you notice he goes on and talks about the things which he saw and heard. And he gets over to verse 11. He says, he that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He that is filthy or which is filthy, let him be filthy still. He which is righteous, let him be righteous still. He which is holy or he that is holy, let him be holy still. What is he saying there? Well, in other words, in its simplest form, those that are going to live unjust and those that which are going to live a life that's filthy before God, if they're going to insist on that, they're going to be in that. Let it go. Let it be. Let it happen. And those that are in righteousness and they want to live in holiness, the choice that it, they make to do that, then they're going, they let them live in that. But see, it's talking about a choice. It's talking about the choice that people are making in these last days. It's talking about the choices that are being made right now. Those that are going to choose to walk in the light and those that are going to choose to walk in the darkness. And there's just some people. They're not going to listen. They're not going to have it no matter what you say. Let them go. There's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of things that we could talk about in surrounding this, but it is going to take a step of faith for some people to let people go in faith and let the Lord deal with them. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Because there's just some people in your family, in your life, that are not listening to the word of the Lord. I'll just tell you from my own experience that there was a particular time in my life when there was someone very special and dear to me that um, just would not do right and would not live the way that they were supposed to. And don't be thinking about who it is because you don't know. But anyways, (laughs) I was praying for him, believing God for him, stretching my faith out for them. And you know, there's something about believers who who learn how to use their faith. That learn how to use their faith and they get to a place of strong faith in their life. They know how to turn and work the situation. They know how to cause things to come to pass in life. They've they've experienced that. they've, um, They've used their faith before. And a lot of times people are using their faith so strongly and so much. And it's, it's right and it's good, but at the same time, it's not always in the will of heaven either. Are you listening to me? Sometimes they're working with their faith so hard and so strong and they're like, I know I can get this. I know I can attain to this. I know this can happen. But they're not waiting and holding back and saying, wait, Lord, what do you think about this first? What do you say about this first? I have to have the leading of the Lord first. I have to have the witness from the Spirit first that this is the right path and the right direction that I'm going on with my faith. 
And this is such an important thing that's not taught, taught on very much. It's, we've been told, yeah, use your faith and you can have it. Use your faith and you can grab it. Use your faith and you can change it. Absolutely right. Absolutely true. But you also have to combine with that faith, the leading of the Lord and know that he is in that. Because there's just some things people are believing for in life that is not of the Lord. But because they know, have learned, and know and have learned to use their faith, they are working some things in the, in the natural and in the realm of the Spirit. Are you listening? They've learned how to, how to turn things, and it's almost like it becomes this fight in faith against the will of heaven sometimes for people's lives. It's so important. It is so vitally important that before you step out in faith, that you have the leading of the Spirit of God. That you have the leading of the Holy Ghost. That you know that He's in it. Because when you combine His leading with your faith, then it's, it's possible. It's going to happen. It's going to move. It's going to take place in your life. But you got to have that witness. you got to have that knowing. Now, for instance, if... If I was just going to just go out and start believing God for uh, this certain thing in, in life or in this certain thing in ministry, but I didn't go and ask the Lord, yeah, maybe I could make some accomplishments. Maybe I could get somewhere, but it also might be a hard battle of frustration and faith to get there. But when the Lord's in it, there's peace. When the Lord's in it, there's an anointing. Are you listening? Are you listening? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. A lot of ministries, a lot of churches are using their faith. Yeah, thank you, Lord Jesus. They're using their faith and they're believing God for things that the Lord never said to do. Never said it. He's not in 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 it. Somebody's going to hear this message and they're going to hear it from the Holy Ghost. He's not in it. He's not in it. But they're still striving in faith, pushing in faith, driving in faith, driving in faith. See, the, you got, we gotta we gotta learn to to wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Because sometimes people jump out half cocked. <laughs> they do. They jump out. They jump out with principle, but not with spirit. They jump out in principle, the principles of the word, but not in the anointing. but the anointed word, the anointing combined, combined with faith, it's tremendous power. And I can tell you that there's things that I've tried to believe for. I'll just tell you one thing. There was a, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Lord. There was a, um, an endeavor that I wanted to make earlier on in uh, this year. It was a financial endeavor, and I thought this would be an opportunity to... Um, to, you know, do some things financially and to be able to have more and just to, it seemed like a, a good opportunity. And so I was striving with this and I put a lot of time and effort into it. And it was getting to the point where it was so exhausting, but I was trying to use my faith and saying, Lord, you know what? This is an awesome opportunity. I thank you that I can, that I can use my faith and just begin to believe God for prosperity because prosperity belongs to me because the blessing belongs to me. I'm asking you to bless this, this uh, thing that I'm doing because he says he'll bless the work of your hand, doesn't it? So I'm just striving in faith and believing God. And believe in God. Hey, I'm, in, I'm believing God. Believing God. And pushing and pushing and putting time and effort into this thing. And you know, the more I pushed and the more 
I was driving for, towards this thing, it just seemed like I was spinning my wheels, so to speak. It just seemed like it wasn't getting anywhere. It seemed like I was making no accomplishments. And so finally, uh, in frustration, I went to the Lord about it. And I said, Lord, what's going on? What's the deal? And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we just get it a little, little slow or a little late. Sometimes we're just a little slow sometimes. But um, I just said to the Lord, Lord, I never really asked you about this. What do you think about this? <laughs> and just looked right down on the inside. And the, just immediately, the moment I asked, knew right down, this is not what I have for you. This is not the, what I put you in. Or this is not what I told you to get into. Now, now some people think that just because it's something good, that it must be something right. But good doesn't mean it's of God. Good doesn't mean it's of God. It may be good for another person. Somebody else could be completely blessed in that. Could be completely blessed in doing that certain thing. But it, it doesn't mean that that's necessarily the case for you. And I just went to the Lord and asked him about it. And he said, nope, that's not what I have for you. That's not what I told you to do. Wasted time. Wasted time. Wasted time. And you know, we can't afford to be wasting time in life. We can't afford to be wasting our energy. We need to be in stride, in step, in pace with the Lord and what he said to do. And so I got out of it and I started focusing on some other things financially that the Lord had previously told me to do. And every time I focused on that, the Lord has blessed me every single time I've, I've given time to that. The Lord has blessed me invested in this certain aspect. The Lord has blessed me. He's blessed me, uh, in, in, in investing in the stock market led to invest in certain things and, and when to pull, put in and when to pull out every single time. I have not actually lost any money in the stock market up to this point, and I'm not planning on it, but you got to be led by the Spirit of God. you got to be led by the Holy Ghost. And so a lot of times people are pushing in faith, like, the, like that story I just gave you, pushing and striving for something, but the Lord's not in it. The Lord's not in it. you got to know. you got to know. And take time to know. See, a lot of, here's another thing. Take take this and uh, bring this and allow this to get into your spirit that you got to be willing to wait on the Lord and, and spend time with him in order to hear from him. It is, it is something that we don't oftentimes want to do because we're busy because we got things going on because life gets hectic because we got responsibilities and we get so consumed with life that the, the most needful and important thing ne gets neglected. But the Lord wants his people, his church, his children to wait on him daily. Daily. I remember a word the Lord gave me one time when, when we were praying. I had a prayer group that, we were, that I was involved with and we were praying along. And just right as we're going along, just came right up out of my spirit. Neglect not, neglect not, neglect not to take the time to spend spending with me. Neglect not to come before me. Neglect not to come and sit at my feet. But daily come to me. Daily seek my face. Daily, daily, daily. And, and you know what? 
That takes commitment. That takes dedication. That takes sacrifice. But I tell you, we need to be at the right place at the right time doing what he said to do. And if we want to go higher, if we want to be more blessed, then we have to learn to wait on him and be led by his spirit. I have to know. I have to know the next steps. I have to know exactly what I'm going to do from him. From him. I can't be guessing. The temptation is to figure it all out ourselves. To figure things out ourselves. And I'm talking about every area of life. But I can speak from my uh, standpoint and my experience that with ministry, there's just times when you get bombarded with the day-to-day tasks of the ministry and the and you know starting a traveling ministry took a lot of work and it 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 takes a lot of uh time and it takes a lot of learning and a lot of growing and stretching and you know there were just days when when I was getting so consumed with the day-to-day operations that I wasn't spending time with him and you know you get so consumed with that and you keep uh, focusing on what you have to do that you can start to get clouded and not hear his voice. <laughs> and you know, okay, so you can make a decision to get quiet, but then you better be willing to stay there for some time. Don't expect that the Lord's just going to give you an answer every single time you just get down on your knees and ask him right away. Like, you've got to be willing to wait. Yeah. You're going to be willing to wait. The scripture speaks much, much and speaks loudly on waiting on the Lord. Not very popular. We got our, you've heard me say it. You've heard me say it. We got our high speed internet. We've got our 5G, 6G, 7G, 20G uh, service, phone service. We got our microwave dinners. We got our drive through windows of Taco Bell and Wendy's and we... Whatever we went to Arby's in in Mile City and it was horrible, <laughs> but it was fast. <laughs> and um, you know we got all this we got all this stuff in our lives and we expect it quickly. And if it takes too long, if it if it doesn't happen fast enough, then we're going to get mad. We're going to get into the flesh, boy. If I if I don't get customer service immediately, if I don't get somebody to help me right now on the phone or or if I'm somewhere shopping, if somebody doesn't help me right now, I'm going to get nasty. And I mean, come on, come on. Like there's just, there's just, uh, an imbalance. There's, there has been a training that, that people have been trained to just, to just expect all this stuff instantly. We've been spoiled rotten. And like I always say, whatever's in the world, we'll try to get into the church. Whatever in the world is in the world will get into the church with people that will allow it. Because they let it, they creeps in. And so we get into the presence of God. And in so many churches, you know what I'm about to say. The preacher gets up and he feels pressured by the clock and he can only go 20 minutes because people can't handle it. Because they won't have it. And I've been in a lot of churches where you can see after a time, I go for an hour, they're not used to that. They get up and walk out. And guess what? They also miss out. They miss out. And you will miss out if you walk away from what God is doing. I just spoke to somebody's issue too. But seriously, the seriousness of the times, 
the seriousness of the times. God is not playing games and neither is the enemy. We have to be, we need to be serious about what he's serious about. We need to be waiting on the Lord. And so, you know, back to my story, you thought I forgot about it. I was believing God for this person as well, but they just weren't getting it. They weren't getting it. They weren't getting it. And so guess what? Had to let him go in faith. Lord, they're your child. I'm not going to worry or care about them any longer. I'm not going to hold on to that anymore. I'm not going to fear about that any longer. I'm not going to be concerned about that any longer. I'm giving that over to you. And there's just some people that you're just going to have to give over to the Lord. And I'm speaking by the Spirit of God to some people in this place tonight. That you're going to have to let go of some people by faith and let the Lord take care of it. The Lord knows what you don't know. And he sees what you don't see. And so, just let it go. Trust him. Lean on him. Can you say amen? Thanks again for joining us today. If you would like to partner with Stephen Overbaugh Ministries, you can visit our website at stephenoverbaugh.com or you can follow us on all of our social media platforms where we continue to teach and admonish the body of Christ in the ways of the Spirit and stir them up to take the power of the Holy Ghost into their world.